Welcome to the At The Moment Podcast, where we talk about what's going on at this moment within the Black community here at OU. What's up, y'all? I'm Joy. I'm Ray. I'm Adam. I'm Layla. And I'm Odessa. Black journalism has changed a lot over the past decade. And the news is now accessible through our phones within minutes of it even occurring. There are currently about 17,218 news reporters in the United States. Approximately 55% of these reporters identify as female and 6.3% are black or African American. Social media has had an influence not only on what is covered in journalism, but who gets to cover these topics. With that also comes a blur of what is important news or media versus what is not. Let's get into it! How y'all doing? Tired. I'm good today. I am tired. Yeah. I'm kind of tired today. I'm not going to lie to you. Drain. Socially drained and like physically drained. No, Just, I understand that. Yeah. It's been a slow week for me. So No, it's definitely been a very long week. <laughs> it's <laughs> been so... No, because I looked at... I looked yesterday and I was like, dang, it's only Wednesday? Yeah. Like... Yeah. I, I don't remember... I forget like... I don't know. Somebody was talking and it was like, oh, it's it's Thursday. And it was like, oh, no, it's another day. I forgot who it was. Thanks for sharing, Ray. You're welcome. But, yeah, on the topic of, like, black journalism or whatever, um, there's a, there's not, I'm not going to say a lot of us, but there's a lot more of us now than what there used to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... You know, the ethics of journalism is, I feel like it's like journalism as a whole, right? Like, not even just black journalism. I think journalism via social media has very much, like, construed the idea of, like, the ethics of journalism and, like, what's acceptable. Yeah. Mm. So. Explain. Go, Go into detail. So, I feel like one of the things is, like, the, like, sponsorships that some of these people be accepting. Uh-huh. Like... <clears throat> I can't even think of, like, one, like, off the top of my head. But, like, y'all, some of them literally will, like, take, like, sponsorships from, like, just stuff that's, like, all over the place. Like, you'll be scrolling down, and you'll just see crazy stuff. I'm not going to lie. Like, as someone who does have, like, their own sort of journalism thing, podcast, I would take money from whoever, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) if they were offering money, as long as it's not something just too crazy. Okay, but I'm saying, though, like, are you going to, would you promote, would you promote a vibrator on your, for your podcast to get money? I was going to say, like, what's too crazy? That's what I'm saying. But, like, what's, like, like, what's your cutoff? Like, I think (laughs) that anything, like, like that sexual something like that I, I wouldn't jack but I have like, seen I'm saying that's what I'm saying though like I've seen like social media like outlets like that consider themselves like journalist pages like take stuff like like yeah. take stuff from it so like a like weight loss like pills like you'll take that hey man <laughs> the shade room mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Yes, and I'm, I'm doing all the tummy tea, they all that do. for the bag. The tummy tea, <laughs> the tummy tea, or the the hair gummies that don't make your hair grow. The hair, we, what are they called? They like blue, the ain't it? Gummy bear, gummy sugar bear hair. Sugar bear, sugar yeah, sugar bear. sugar bear. I ain't never heard of that. I have. actually, I heard a lot about that. It was I like some controversy know. surrounding it. Really? But yeah, yeah, I have seen that also. But I do definitely do feel like the shade room. I'm gonna I'm keep saying the shade room because they're little journalists. You guys know like the one yeah, guy Justin. The, yeah, they do yeah, the, like the like, little uh, 
the little Whatever, segment the investigations yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like um what are you what are you doing like, I'm sorry, yeah, I just got a cash out from my uncle. I'm happy. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, their their little segments that they do, like they're trying to be like for real journalists now, and it's just so crazy to me. And they be talking about like influencers or like Blueface and Krishan, like mm. like what's going on? No, and I think like that's another thing that like plays into like what do you cover and what don't you cover? You know, because mm. I feel like. Like me, um, Layla and Adam just got literally just got out of like our well, oh no. Well, we're taking calm law right now, so but we're not talking about that. But like, you know, like there's like acceptable things as to like what you're supposed to cover and like what you're not supposed to cover. Mm-hmm. And like so like our twenty three eleven class, which we take our freshman year, you know, like we talk about like, yeah, like like when you're reporting on like you don't report on suicides like unless it's like somebody that's like you know like famous like you don't report on that or like even I'm sorry Ray just coughed on me and I did the same thing I both just turned no but I'm just saying like that was that was a lot like first Ray coughed to his right and then he gave me this reassuring look like it wasn't turned no I and then Layla did the same thing maybe 10 seconds later that was a lot I cleared my I cleared my throat yeah I did the same I cleared my throat and then I said I'm sorry because I didn't cover my mouth alright next time I'll do it okay alright anyways back to what back to what I was saying about ethics in journalism but like you know like one of the things that you're taught about is like certain events like you just don't report on mm-hmm. so like suicides of that of people that aren't considered like celebrities or like mm-hmm. I guess like major like public figures you don't report on that mm-hmm. or like death in or even yeah like that and even um like stuff like with like Krishan and Blueface one of the things that like always low key catches me off guard is like the shade room, like they do not be censoring like any of that, and like they'll show Krishan on their bloody face and all, yeah. or like blue face on there, scratched up and everything, and like yeah. that's the type of stuff that they tell you. Like as a photojournalist, you're supposed to cover that type of stuff up. Yeah, but they be having their little we do not condone violence at the right? bottom. No, literally, like, mm. like let's get serious. I, I have a question hmm. about like journalism. I'm not, I'm not a like a journalism major or anything, so I hope I can answer it. Okay, so I think you could. Maybe. So is it like when when you guys like I know that there's different parts of journalism. Mm -hmm. So does that include like does that include like news anchoring? Like Mm -hmm. is that is that a part of that? Yes. It'll be broadcast journalism. Okay. so like so like are those two different things when it comes to like the shade room, like when it comes to like the shade room? doing videos and then like news anchoring and they're talking about a story. So like you're basically I'm you were talking about like suicides mm-hmm. and deaths. Mm-hmm. So is it like it does that include like um like news anchors they can't talk about that either? It's like limited. Yeah. Like they're not supposed yeah. to cover it because we like to think of it like from the perspective of like these were people family first. yeah yeah so like they're human so they have family members who don't want to turn on the TV and see mm. the okay. death of their mom on grandma like, covered like Kobe Bryant is like a big example yeah. mm-hmm. she just the, won all that money mm, like oh hey. oh wow oh Wait. oh what? Huh? she just oh. wanted that money no I said she won, won. all that money oh, oh. Wanted. <laughs> no, I that's like, what I thought she said. She just too. won like I was uh, like Adam. <laughs> she just won, 
I was like, dang, she no, seemed yeah, really no. upset to me. <laughs> no, yeah. But, like, that's, like, a prime example, you know, of, like, them, like, releasing those photos of, like, Kobe Bryant's, like, autopsies and all of that and, like, putting mm-hmm. that out there. And, like, his family and all of that stuff, like, they saw that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. his children, like, they saw that. And mm-hmm. so, like, that's, like, emotional distress that you're causing people mm-hmm. simply because you want to report on a story. And, like, yeah. as a journalist, that's just, like, not ethically right. I have a question, okay. though. Um, so we talked about this in my high school journalism class, um, just about, like, covering that, covering trauma and things like that, how you should go about it, and, like, sports injuries, things that happen. Um, and, like, we talked about a lot of, like, terrorist attacks and things like that because uh, it was, like, a picture. It was, like, the Boston Marathon when they blew it up, um, and they were showing, like, the aftermath, and then they showed, like, people jumping out of the uh, World Trade Center on 9-11. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I mean, obviously, y'all can answer, but as journalists, how would y'all cover that if it's something like that? I feel like they were wrong to show the people actually jumping out of the building. Yeah, like, like I think, as, like yeah, I think, down. yeah, I think we had a discussion about that mm-hmm. in my high school class as well, and like we were talking about like how they could have literally like switched the frame or done anything else, like switched back to the reporter, showed like some type of commercial, like mm-hmm. like anything to prevent like people having to see that because like like you said, there is like a way to cover trauma, and that's just like not the way. Yeah, I think. Like producing, like images like that, and or even like if it's like live footage and stuff like that. Like there's so many ways that you can go about it without causing more trauma to people. And I feel like showing those images is just like not, like that's not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like like on what was that Monday we talked about? Um, no, it was. I don't know, somebody, whichever one of these days, in my communication law class, we were talking about, um, like, CBS um, and the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. when Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake, you know, nipple gate or whatever. Mm -hmm. And literally, if you watch, like, it, once CBS saw that her nipple was out, like, they changed the frame. And I feel like with, like, traumatic events, like, you can do the same. Mm -hmm. Like, you can have the same respect that you have for, like, indecency, per se, that you Mm -hmm. can have for, like, traumatic events, like, not showing it, you know? Mm Can I, can I, am I allowed to say my opinion on the whole 9-11 thing? Go ahead. Okay, so I feel like from a non-journalism person's perspective, I feel like that's not only traumatic for, like, the families um, that lost, like, their loved ones, but also, like, traumatic for, like, people who are just, like, who just watched that, like, who are just sitting at their homes and they got, like, a breaking news across their screen and, like, are watching such a graphic thing happen to people that they don't even know. Like, when people talk about 9-11, they talk about, like, what what they were doing and what they saw on TV mm-hmm. and not even necessarily, like, they lost someone, <laughs> but, like, just something that, like, happened and it's just, like, it's just sad because it's, like, well, dang, like, I really watched that happen. Like, right. I saw what happened. I wasn't even there, and I could just feel it just, like, affect me. So so if, like, we're agreeing, though, like, that there's a line, where do you think, like, you can come? Because, like, I feel like covering, like, George Floyd or, like, Emmett Till, like, things like that that I feel like should be shown, um, where would you say, like, as far as gruesomeness and things like that, I you think, would stop? I think, honestly... As, like, a journalist, it would depend on, like, the one of the family. Yeah. Because for me, it's, like, if, you know, that was my son, like, and I can't even put, imagine to, like, put myself in that, like, position. But, like, that's not something that I would want people to see. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. not something that I'd want to be remembered. But in her case, like, that was what she wanted. Like, she wanted people to see that right. so that change could begin to take place. So I think really, like, 
it just goes along with, like, the needs and wants of the family. And, like, if there's, like, an event happening live, like, to show someone, like, actually, like, falling to their death is, like, just, like, so outrageous to me. Just because, like, that's disrespectful. Like, <laughs> it's just it's plain out so disrespectful. so disrespectful. Like, and even if, like, it's not traumatic to, like, some people who are viewing, like, mm-hmm. you're literally showing someone, like, a person who was once alive that is now dead. Like, yeah. and to, like, broadcast that for the world to see is just, like, insane to me. So, yeah, I think it depends on the one of the family, but I definitely think there's a line for sure. So... I was oh, oh sorry. Go, go no, go ahead. I was just gonna say like I watched an Emmett Till film when I was like maybe six or seven, and they showed like the photo, like the autopsy photo of Emmett Till, and it literally gave me nightmares <coughs> for like three or four weeks. No I sad. was shaking in my boots. No I was crying. Sad. I was oh my god. I was really so sick. So I do think that when it comes to like to answer Adam's question of like covering like historical events where it was like gruesome, I think there needs to be a way to kind of maybe distribute that to where like a fifth grade classroom can watch it. But maybe, like, still have versions where it's, like, accessible so that the outrage isn't lost. But I do think that there should be some filtering when you consider audiences. Like, maybe have a 9-11 version where you're teaching fifth graders, but maybe you're not showing people jumping out of literal buildings or, like, you know, dying. Well, I I don't know because I feel like... Like, I watched the news growing up. Not because I'm, like, an old person or anything. But, like, it was playing. Like, it was playing. Like, sometimes when I was, like, at my great-grandma's house, like, when the news was on, Mm -hmm. nobody could touch the remote. Like, it didn't matter. So I'm coming out. I'm coming out, like, sitting on the couch. I got to watch the news. And if something, like, traumatic like that popped up and I was watching, there was, like, nothing anyone could do because that was our time. Like, Mm -hmm. the channel's not getting changed. So I feel like sometimes, like, stuff like that just shouldn't be shown, like, period. Like, Mm -hmm. censoring is, like, a thing, especially, like, for children. Because, like you said, like, like, I had nightmares, too. Yeah, if you're going to do a documentary about Emmett Till, maybe if you know, like, maybe if you're making a version through, like, I don't know, McGraw Hill or something, maybe let's not put the autopsy photo or the funeral photo yeah. up there because I don't I don't want to fall into the basket of like oh kids are too young to learn about XYZ because you can learn about like hate yeah. criming and like white supremacy without showing a literal picture of a dead body mm. to an 11 year old and I think that I'm, that's I'm not you know. even gonna lie though like even before I saw the picture I probably mm. still would have had nightmares the way yeah. they were talking about he yeah. got beat yeah, like no, it's, it was, yeah. it was I, but I think just like as I feel like just being black, like, just knowing those situations, like, in general, Mm -hmm. there's, like, some type of, like, trauma or, like, grievance that, like, automatically just comes with it, Mm -hmm. no matter if, like, you see the images or not. But I do agree that, like, there definitely should be, like, some type of censorship. It's, Mm -hmm. um... Especially, like, if you're showing it to, like, kids and stuff like that. I will never forget. I don't know why. I don't... I literally don't know why. There's, like, a three-hour documentary that TLC... um, That TLC does every 9-11. And I was in, like... I had to be in, like, fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And I decided to sit there and watch it. Mm. And, Mm. like, I, I will never watch it ever again. And it's not because it was, like, like, traumatic or anything. But it was just, like... There was, like, so much shown. Like, they, like, had, like, the footage of, like, when, like, the like afterwards, like, when the firefighters were, like, on mm-hmm. the site. Like, they showed the they showed the people. video of the people. And I yeah. think, actually, now it might be censored. I might be mm-hmm. wrong. But yeah. when I watched it, it wasn't. And I was, like, like, seeing yeah. stuff like that, like, that is, like, 
Yeah. That's traumatizing. And I think yeah. I had a nightmare about it's it too. Definitely, I think it's definitely harder when you know like something was real. Yeah. Like yeah. when you know that something actually happened. Like I hate watching movies about slavery. Like every yeah. single time it get, they give me nightmares. Like every single time. I watched 13 Years a Slave and I think I had nightmares for like a week. Nah, that one like, actually is one of the only ones that <laughs> did get. Like usually I try and like disassociate, but that him being free and then like he was just a slave, like that one messed me up as a kid. No, literally I had nightmares like every single day for a week no joke like because it was a real event like it's yeah. like it actually happened to people it was graphic mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and i think that's yeah. where that line oh, go ahead. oh no go ahead go ahead i was gonna say that's where that line is crossed of like people are like oh but what about the outrage what is an 11 year old gonna do besides be traumatized right. from seeing like actual right. like racism and slavery like a 20 year old like as a class assignment 100 percent, they can kind of do something with what they saw but what is an 11 year old gonna do they're gonna apply it to themselves and be scared I that what image like i was scared that what was gonna happen <laughs> that what happened Emmett Till's gonna happen to me. Was I being irrational because I was like six or seven? Yeah. And me seeing Emmett Till, I'm like, oh my God, this is gonna happen to me. Like, I was scared about that. And like, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, I was scared about that for months. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna get caught. Like, I'm gonna, this is gonna happen to me. And it's like, nothing comes from, y'all are staring at me like I'm crazy. Maybe no, 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 no. I'm saying, but I feel like also a lot of like the trauma behind like black kids learning about African American history is the Mm -hmm. fact that like, we don't learn about the, like, good stuff until, like, after, like, we've already been traumatized. So I think a lot of it has to do with, like, the education system Mm -hmm. and how they teach, like, these, like, significant events to us. Like, yes, it's important for us to know about, like, Emmett Till and, like, all of, like, these, like, traumatic, like, the Mm -hmm. slavery, like, the slave trade and all of that stuff. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. that's, like, important, but... Why didn't I learn about Harriet Tubman until like three years after I learned about slavery? Like, why didn't I learn about like MLK and like the marches and all of this stuff? Mm-hmm. And I had to like go out and find that stuff for myself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the education system, if they did a better job at like giving mm-hmm. us that information and like it seeing like, yes, like African Americans, yes, we have a whole bunch of trauma. And everybody knows mm-hmm. that. Like, that's just, well, not everybody, because somebody either want to. Cuckoo, but like for like, I feel like in order for us to not like to learn from our history rather than be traumatized by it, I feel like there's like a certain way that the education system can go about that, and they don't do that. I think it depends on like who's teaching them. Like mm-hmm. I think if you have like a teacher who cares enough to like really well, see, expose I was, you to I, that I was in Alabama, and like, you know they're trying to get rid of critical race theory right now. Mm-hmm. So I like after. And the only reason I, I, I learned about black history during high school is because I went to a predominantly black high school. Mm-hmm. But when I was in them, when I was in the trenches for them, you know, the years with the predominantly white schools, I, I can't remember a lick of black history that I was learning. I'm going to be honest with you. Yep. <laughs> like I had a I want to say I had a pretty like good education. I feel like I'm getting a lot of looks. <laughs> no! <laughs> we went to the freedom. We went we're to the freedom We're looking at you because we're listening. Yeah, we're just, oh, we're you guys are talk. just listening very intently. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Let me look though. No, you guys can look. It was just like a... But anyways, um, I think that like, like I said, I think it depends on like having a teacher who like really cares. Like in eighth grade, my teacher took us to the Freedom Center in Cincinnati. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's like just like a black history museum. Yeah. And like we spent like a whole day there. I did have nightmares again just because, you know, the trauma. It's a lot to take it, in at yeah. a young age. No but, but like I think it's like really important to like have those people in your life to like encourage you in that way because there was also some honestly I don't know kids are mean like somebody called me a house slave in high wow. school because wow. I'm, I'm late 
Wow. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, we were watching, like, <laughs> we were we were watching we were this watching is us like coping a, with our trauma right now by laughing. Yeah, we were watching I'm like a documentary. That's serious. We were watching like some documentary okay. about <laughs> slavery, and like people were talking during it, and I was like a teacher's pet, so I was like, shh. And he was like, shut up. You would have been in the house bad, anyway. I was like, like, oh no. <laughs> That's not what you said. No, no, no. <laughs> you said that he you called you a house slave. Yeah, no, that <laughs> was crazy. Now you gave context. You said you was a teacher's pet. Now if you were real, can I grade the papers? Then I'd have been like, <laughs> I wouldn't have said it, but I wouldn't have also been like, hey guys, lay off. Because if you was you was like that, then I. No, nah, that's crazy. At thirteen, no. I would have. No, no Layla, I one hundred percent would have backed you up. I would not have let nobody nah, that sit there. Yeah, no, my teacher was like, what did you because <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, and everybody was just like, oh my god. No, nah, we have like, to turn on the lights after that. Now, no, my school was brutal. That was movie is over. <laughs> that was, that was done. It. Y'all, done. Know how, y'all know how my school got down. Right? <laughs> that, that's light work. That's I think that's why I had that response. I'm like, oh, that's it. Like you know, they didn't like. No, no my school is definitely bad though. I'm not gonna lie. No, I'm not. No, I'm not saying that my school went bad, but. It, yeah. You can make no comment like that, no, not to me. The Catholic yeah, white no, boys were not messing with us for real listen, at all. Mm-mm. The colors on the, the insane at my school, so I guess hearing that, I'm like, oh, like that ain't bad. They used to, <laughs> okay, well, so <laughs> call me fucking midnight, like, what? like so I went. So when I heard that initially, I was like, oh, okay, that's fine, because I'm like, they literally told me that I could see you when the lights babe, went out. Like, it got I think bad. we need to talk about your. Um, oh, the trauma. colorism. I'm just telling you about. I think we need to talk about your trauma. Oh yeah, we got we got. Pulled. That was a trauma response. No, let's talk about the vine era. Being, being dark skin from from no. 2012 to 2015. My God, <laughs> I am surprised that I am here every day. You're black. Did anybody tell you that you're black? Did anybody tell you that you're super duper dark? And you should turn the lights on in order to be seen because you're gross and dark, and you're black. And also, did anyone tell you that you're black? Um, and also, you're black by the way. Yeah, that's that was that was literally middle school. Not to make it about me. So that's so, I'm just explaining no, why I had no, that response. No, 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 it's okay. No, that's crazy. No, that's you know. Yeah, we, we need to, to do an episode on colorism. school trauma. Wait, around. no, we y'all never. Colorism. Wait, y'all never like had anybody say that to y'all? Y'all never no. had anybody call you? Had anybody oh. say what? Like, like oh, you're like, oh, you're really dark. Like, oh, we can't see you when the lights are off. No, somebody said that I was really dark. I there's some things that I have to tell y'all don't have to like you me like that. That's why I had that response. I'm like, oh, boo, whoa. My <laughs> no, empathy was definitely was, skewed. I'm gonna check myself on no, that. No, it was a black girl. It was another black girl. No, the, the like, light soft like, experience though is really bad for like yeah, most black people. And the lights turn off, and people are like, oh, we're so and so. Okay, I'm not to make a joke out of this, but it's actually kind of funny. We were no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. It's actually a very funny story. Me and my cousins always used to play hide and seek in the dark when we were younger. And my like one of my cousins was really really dark, so he used to, he used to dress he used to dress in all black. No, I kid you guys not. We played one time. He laid in the middle of the floor, and we could not find him. Like dude was right in the dead in the middle of the floor in all black clothes. Layla, is that not funny? It's actually worse that he knew that that, 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 that would work. Honestly, <laughs> no. that was. Not oh, I mean, hey, he used it. He, <laughs> he was using. It's giving. What was that one Viner perp drink? Yeah. Oh, yeah. we really. Can need we to take that about part that. out, like, please? Because I feel like Viner, I'm getting a lot. These of... people got rich off of racism. 
for it, sure. Yeah, oh, they were just watermelon. making yeah, watermelon just watermelon jays and like people like robbing stuff. Like, yeah, why was that our stuff? What's going on? No, it's so bad. Um, but anyway, I, oh. oh my fault. I was just gonna I was just gonna go back to what <laughs> I was just gonna go back to when Odessa was talking about like being traumatized like as a like being younger and like traumatized like literally. I watched a Ruby Bridges um, movie, mm. and I yes, mm. and literally like y'all, my like my grade in first grade because that's when I watched it. Like my entire grade, like it was predominantly black, but like I got scared coming to school, thinking like, oh my gosh, like I'm finna come to school, I'm finna get spit yeah. on, like I'm so finna scared. like. Please. I'm finna Somebody g- spits on me once I'm never going to school again. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm it's getting excused. Like they're just gonna have to graduate me at four. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not <coughs> But going back. like literally like I was terrified. And then what made it worse, my mom like which Honestly, I I enjoy the series, but like my mom kind of made me watch like Roots, mm. and like so like no, I saw one clip of that. I, really? Yeah, I had never tried to go. The one where he I, was getting beat when he said to say his yeah. Toby, his name was Toby, mm-hmm. I think. And I like like I sat I sat there and watched it. Like I enjoyed the series, but it's just like you know like some of that being like young and watching that is just Wait, like the old oh my god, the new one, old. No, the old wait. There's, there's a new, a new one. one with like Forrest. Yeah, that just came out. Yeah. That's what I thought. No, oh, the, no, I didn't see OG that. One. One. Yeah, 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 the old old one. Uh, no, I'm talking about the one with Forrest. Whitaker. I think oh. that being young though, and like <laughs> seeing things like that, especially mm-hmm. like Emmett Till, that was like my thing as a kid was like seeing that and knowing that like at a certain point, like white people would do that to you just for being like a young black boy. Like that used to like keep me up and stuff. You know, yeah. I never, I never thought that this like those things would happen to me. I just am like very emotional, so I used to just have dreams about it happening to like those people, and like I like felt like connected to them in some way. I used to have, okay. but I was never scared it like that they like anybody was gonna come take me and beat me or like. I just like always that. felt like if it happened, like it could low key happen again. Like if yeah. the right circumstances so were so in place, and it's like. But would you go for what, that though? No, I don't think <laughs> I, I don't feel like that now. Like I don't have any of those fears. But okay. as a kid, as a kid, I was like, okay. yo, like these people were getting off, and like nobody yeah. was doing anything about it. Yeah. I used to have sleep paralysis as a kid. So I used to have nightmares that slaves were beating me. This, I'm laughing because it that was really... That slaves me? Yeah, I, used to, I watched this slave movie at night one time. And my mom made me go to bed right after. And I was like, Mom, I'm really scared. Please don't make me go to bed. And she made me go to bed anyway. And I literally, for weeks, would see slaves coming into my room. And, because during sleep paralysis, you can't move. Like, you're just, so, like, frozen in time. So the slaves would literally come into my room. And they'd, and they'd be... <laughs> Yo, that was probably a like real experience or it something. Was so like, scary. Ghost I'm laughing now. I'm laughing up like to be like Yo, and this was <laughs> Yo, that is I don't know anything about that. That is sounds like <laughs> <beating me. laughs> No, but yeah. you, so you used to just be frozen yes, and be when you have sleep paralysis, oh, like you can't move, you are physically paralyzed because you're like in a like in between sleep. So just imagine being laying frozen, you're like six, you just watch a slave movie. You're like, this was a lot. Time to go to bed, I guess. And you like are like half sleep, half awake, and you see slaves coming into your room and like beating you. It was a lot. I was really traumatized. Yeah. I'm better now. Oh my gosh! I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> like, yeah. We're talking about journalism. No, we're talking about getting. But no, y'all stuff. keep on talking about how like y'all had trauma when y'all was younger. Mm-hmm. Y'all, when I was in Detroit for the networking trip, we went to the uh, African Museum, the African mm. African American Museum of History, mm-hmm. and they have this um, this exhibit. It's like mm-hmm. their permanent exhibit, mm-hmm. and it's called "And Still We Rise." Right? It takes you literally through. Like, it takes you through, like, the start of slavery 
all the way up until like the like I want to say like nineteen like eighties mm. maybe, mm. y'all. When you go in there, I'm talking about like I. I was in there kind of shook. Like, like, we like, was in there having, like, deep conversations because we was just, like, like, you know, like, you hear about it, but, like, to see, like, like life-size replicas of it, it was... Yes. It when was, they, like, pull it from, like, the actual times? <laughs> no, literally. I kid you not. Like, they had, like, the boat, like, the boat, and they had, like, literally, like, life-size mannequins in there, uh, and they were, like, st- like, stacked on top of each other and all of that stuff. Like, they had, like, the sound effects and all of that. You, they Bro, went through, the sound like, effects be getting me. They had, like, the, then, like, they had, like, when they got off the boat, like, the auction, like, all of that stuff. Like, that stuff is, like, it's, like, scary. Like, even now, it's, like, just crazy to see, like, to think that, like, our ancestors, like, really went through that. So, I don't even, I was just, like, I was a little shook when I'm glad we went to the game after that because I needed something <laughs> to cheer me up, you know? I'm glad you said that, though, about them not covering, like, the good things because the other thing that used to get me was, like, the clan. Like, as a kid, like, oh. I would see, like, the clan and stuff, and then I'd be like, this thing is still around now, like, and they still mm-hmm. don't like black people. Like, no, that was keeping me up at night. Mm-hmm. And, like, we never learned anything good about, mm-hmm. like, black people. And they were just kind of feeding us that trauma. We really need to do an episode on that. Yeah, you know, we do. I don't want to keep getting away from the drama. <laughs> like, no, I didn't even learn about the Harlem Renaissance until like high school. I'm like, oh, well, all I learned about was slavery and running and like being scared. Seriously, did you guys like literally not learn that, about that? Like, barely. No, I learned about no. that in elementary school. Mm-mm. We didn't like. I didn't know uh, we actually did learn about that in elementary school. I was just like, we did like a lick of it in like elementary school, but then like I feel like after that, like we just never got to that point in history in my history classes. Mm-hmm. Nah, we we had projects every year. No, oh, I we loved, definitely didn't do that. Uh, nah, I, they didn't mess with us, real. Yeah, we actually we, used to have like a big Black History Month program, mm-hmm. like at the end of the oh, month. The middle, middle school, school. the middle school, school, and the middle school and the high school I went to for ninth grade. They used to do a. They did a. Um, it was like a uh, international program. So <laughs> literally, like during Black History Month. <laughs> yeah, so it used to be like, like they used to have like representatives like from the school and all this like represent like all different countries and all of this yeah. stuff, and they do things from their culture and all of this stuff, but not a lick of black history though, oh, man. Mm-hmm. not a Literally. lick. I remember our school. We used to have principal shows. So we'd have like a big talent show like every like once a month or something, and our white dance teacher made us dance in kente cloth oh, no. and do an African dance, and oh, it just no. it was so I'm like I'm like I'm like so okay. Surely like telling the other white girls in our class aren't going to get kente cloths and dance, right? And she was like, nope, they're going right out there with the rest of us. I was like, oh, so I'm like, why is this white girl dancing in a kente cloth? She's like. On the floor, and I'm like, she is white. Why is she wearing a take cloth, like, mm-hmm. sitting with us? And this is all we get for Black History Month. We don't get to learn about, like, Langston Hughes or nothing. Right. Yeah. That's, That's what I'm saying, like, the good stuff. But even, like, that even, tra- I feel like that translates also to journalism now. Like, depending mm-hmm. on, like, where you're getting your information from, the only thing that you may see about, like, African-Americans or blacks or whichever one you prefer, yep. like, is going to be negative. Like, yeah. the Krishan and Blueface, why are they getting so much attention right now? Yeah. And that is so negative. I also feel like it's more negative for, like, white people who see it, and that's their representation. Because, mm-hmm. like, we can look at that and be like, that's just ridiculous celebrity stuff going on that doesn't need to be covered. But, like, white people will look at that, or other people will look at that, and they'll use that as their representation for all black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and then I feel like also that 
I feel like like covering stories like that or like even like I pulled up the shade room and the first thing that I saw is Jada Wada singing. <laughs> Why did I know you were about to say Jada? <laughs> I, Why I, did see, I, know I see Jada Wada singing, right? And then like I scroll down a little bit more and I see something about uh, Lil Nas X and he like naked like with just a robe on and like like you posting that type of stuff but then you also want to post like real news stories alongside that like they talked about like y'all know this y'all, y'all remember Sweetie Pie's the show yeah oh, y'all I saw he just got yeah. he just got like life he just got sentenced to he, life he like hired somebody to yes. like kill his nephew or no, something no he carried it out he killed oh yeah him. yeah he yeah. killed him That's, <laughs> and he just got That's life cool. but it's like when like it, I feel like with like the shade room or like what's another one? Is it like Baller Hollywood, Alert? Baller Alert, Hollywood. Like them, like yep. they wanna. It's I feel like Spiritual it's hard world. to like separate. Like it's hard to like say if they're like credible sources mm-hmm. because it's like you go from reporting on like these like unserious matters that like mm-hmm. honestly nobody really should care about to trying to like. Be like a serious news. I source. think, but I think that's just because it's not authentic journalism. Yeah, like, and I like say that because like they cover so much of like certain people's lives, like mm-hmm. that they may not even want in the media. And you have like all these celebrities who like will comment under like, oh, this isn't like the full extent of what happened, like mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. And like, and that's kind of my thing because, like you said, they cover like real news stories, but then they'll like post about like somebody unfollowing somebody. And it's like, did you do some background research here, or did you just screenshot something and post it? Right. It's crazy like, how deep, like, like I- I'm glad that you said that. It's crazy how like deep someone will go and like check through stuff like that like oh this celebrity unfollowed this celebrity or this celebrity so happened to block this celebrity like I find that actually kind of crazy like you like yourself as a person sat there on whatever (laughs) and scrolled through or typed in whatever and went through that like that's 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 actually that's why I say I feel like it's not like authentic journalism because it's like they're like oh is there some beef like in their little like caption at the top like yeah. oh is there and it's like that do you know don't. like you should be able to answer these questions if you like are reporting on stuff you know what I'm saying like, do y'all know what's worse is that y'all reason the reason they're doing stuff like that is for interaction so they can have paid posts like they're so their content can be monetized and they can make yeah. money like they're in, the more comments the more interactions the more people are allowed to have their thoughts and opinions in the comments the more interactions the more they're gonna Instagram put your stuff on main stories and yeah. the more your sponsorships will pay out yeah. That's why they're like, what do you guys think? And it would be a video of like Ari Fletcher not knowing how to use her new smoothie machine. And they're like, oh, looks like hashtag Ari Fletcher is struggling to use a new hashtag appliance. You better hope she's never What do you hear about this roomy boobies? And I'm like, okay. Call you broke. <laughs> no, she is. And I'm going to, okay, but like, <laughs> let me get you cute. But so, like, when they post stuff like that, they also oversaturate. Like, if you look on the shade room and you're looking for something they posted an hour ago, you're scrolling. You're oh, no, it's minutes. over with. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Like, you miss it. If, it, if it was it's from yesterday, yeah. it's, it's 10 over. rolls down. Oh, yeah. If it was a week ago, you might as well oh, yeah, Google you might it, as well, Twitter, yeah. Go send a pigeon. Else. Yeah, something, because you're not finding that post. And it's because they're posting 50 times a day because they yeah. need as many comments as they can get. But, and then I also feel like... Like the shade room, like Hollywood and like baller, like whichever, whichever ones you want to like consider. Mm-hmm. I feel like 
they make like such a negative connotation towards like real true black journalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it makes it I feel like cuz I feel like for us at least like sitting at this table like I feel like we are able to, you know, decipher like okay, this is real journalism. This that. is this isn't real journalism. And so but I feel like for others, they just look at it all as, oh, this is black journalism. And let's be honest, for some of these companies, they not even ran by black people. Mm-mm. They just report mm-hmm. on black people. And mm-hmm. so people automatically associate and think that, oh, this is a black news company when it's not. And So I feel like it's just, it's okay annoying because there are like credible black like black news sources that you can get credible information from but when you have like pages like this that Mm kind of like basically haven't picked like they don't want to pick like they lane on like what they want to report then it makes it hard for those like for those types of like credible black news sources to get like the recognition that they deserve because they all just kind of group them all together yeah Yeah. Mm. and I feel like oh go ahead a lot of people like just get their news from those places like yep. without going anywhere else and I feel like that's so dangerous especially when we're talking about a black population like or a majority black population that's following the shade room and like pages like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no literally like I was just gonna say that like when you read the comment section like people Talks are lost yeah they don't know <laughs> like, what's going on through they are lost and it's like it's like you literally only follow this page. Like you don't even know what's going on in the world, for real. Like you're hearing like. And then one when somebody bring it up, they be saying. shocked, and I'll be like, well, they be like, when did that happen? And I'll be like, babe, like two months ago. No, like, maybe all type of stuff. But no. you only get your news from Instagram. <laughs> so how do you expect for like? There's things that go on outside of social media. Like, yeah. Jada Weta and Ari Fletcher aren't the only things that are going on in the world, right. in case you didn't know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, why do I care if Saucy Santana, like, says <laughs> men shouldn't be smoking hookah, like, and then it gets debated, like, up and down my feed, like, what is so what funny we, is every example y'all use, I know for a fact, is a real post. Cause it is! is I, I just saw that, actually. That's, like, that's so ironic that you said that. I saw that. Three to four different posts on this, and there's all type of things going on in the world. I suggest that y'all block them, because no one in the comments section has media literacy everybody in there would like they're not understanding that they're helping shade room and I'm, I'm not gonna lie I'd be there for the it's tea the, but mm. I'm not gonna lie I think lie. the shade room comments low-key embody like every inner community issue we have like yes like mm-hmm. I could take one scroll and be like okay here's what we have in our community that's the issue and here's it demonstrated through through <laughs> yeah uh, I love my son 421 or something like this is this is exactly <laughs> how we're able to see it yeah. <laughs> no yeah it's always it's just like the bitterness and the meanness the of the comments the internalized yeah. race Racism. Yes, anti-blackness so from the shade room and all that is crazy. Right. It's so. Or like all the million posts on Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Like there are real things going on. People are dying. <laughs> like, and we're talking about if he's corny or not. Like, like why? And who cares? Exactly. She like the man, man he, he making more money than all of us in these comments exactly. right now. So why do we care? Like For let's real. go. Let's go make a bank. Exactly. Like, That's why I appreciate like uh, like Carisha please and like her like new wave of like like journalism that she's been into I don't know how y'all feel about it but I feel like she's sitting down and doing in-person interviews and I feel like that's something that's kind of not a huge thing in the black community mm-hmm. so I do like how she's getting it through word of mouth asking the questions we all want to know but in like a respectful kind of like but still calling it like authentic way mm-hmm. that's why I enjoy watching it and it's also become like kind of like a big thing if you do make it to Carisha please because it's like it's no, cl- the closest she's really thing funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah she's personable she's funny hilarious. she's asking good questions but in a palatable way that isn't too like you know like you're on Ellen or something and it's mm-hmm. like 
like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like it's personable but enjoyable still. And I think it's the closest thing to, like, quote-unquote, like, real journalism interviews that we have. So. No, yeah, I agree I, with that. Go ahead. I was just going to say um, earlier, like, y'all were talking about, like, credible sources and all of that. So what do y'all think about, like, Fox News and, like, CNN and, like, all of those different types of, like, news I think nowadays it's like for like Fox and Fox and CNN. I feel like are like polar opposites. Are polar opposites, and mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes getting news from them is so like construed like politically that sometimes it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like they, you can you can read an article from both of them about the same topic that happened at the same time on all the same content, completely different. Mm-hmm. Completely different connotations depending on who it's about. Because if you read a if you read an article about Donald Trump from Fox, is you gonna think he's the most amazing person ever? But if you read one from CNN, oh he he's the devil. Yeah. But then it's the same thing with like Joe with Biden. Like yeah. it's switched for them. Like like because CNN is like heavily Democratic and Fox is very much Republican. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like. I feel like the political stances kind of come in the way of the credit, not the credibility yeah, of how it's being covered, of, of how, yeah. well, but of how it's being covered because mm-hmm. they both write in completely different ways because yeah. of their political views within the station, mm-hmm. and it's always gonna be like that. Like CNN and Fox are always gonna be polar opposites yeah. because of the leadership that they have yeah. and what their leaders believe. So I heard I'm more of I'm an ABC girly. I, I okay. do like I like ABC. I World like News NBC. Now. I'm, I like NBC. I like too. NBC also. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, I be on CNN. Like if I am gonna. I know I do. I, I'm not. I do be on CNN. I'm not gonna. Fox to me though is just political theater. Like that's too much. Like they be on their straight agenda pushing. <laughs> I'll say like CNN does push their agenda, but I feel like they're a little bit better, and they bring Republicans and stuff on there. I feel like you'll never see that on Fox News for real. Tucker Carlson, he's not. Uh, I feel like that. I feel like really, if you like watch a lot of them, like it's easy, like not easy, but it's like better to get like the different perspectives mm-hmm. to like make your own decision. Like you don't have to like let them make the decision for you because I feel like that sometimes happens if you're like only watching Fox or only watching CNN like you're only getting that one perspective and I think that's part of the reason why people have like really bought into like the idea that like all news stations all have like some type of political agenda that they're Mm -hmm. pushing on you because it's like well some people who are like more on the the right wing lean towards Fox and some people who are more on the left wing Mm -hmm. read towards the um reach towards like CNN and it's like because of that and like these differences people are wanting to kind of what's going on they're like peeking onto my google doc like leave me alone uh, <laughs> what you I just zoomed in really really far <laughs> but um but yeah I just feel like I feel like it's a lot about like personal preference but also just like making sure that you're not like reaching too far into mm-hmm. like one, one has yeah. like this political agenda that they're pushing like I don't feel like you should watch the news just for like Politics. the decision on yeah who you're mm-hmm. gonna vote for in an election like that mm-hmm. is like a personal decision like do your research yeah, yeah. I heard cause, cause and the reason I ask is because like I hear a lot about like Fox they they tend to like cut out certain important parts when like someone 
um, maybe like a governor or like maybe it is the president when they're speaking about an important topic, maybe something happened and like they cut out important parts to make them seem like the bad person or they make them seem better than what they really mm-hmm. are. And that it just goes back to like the poli- their political agenda. Mm. Yeah, and you're also trying to make money. So if you get yeah. on Fox and you're pro Biden and stuff, like you're probably gonna lose viewers and probably the other way around. So, mm-hmm. yeah, interesting. Yeah, they definitely yeah. news is complicated. <laughs> I think. I think yeah. honestly, you can watch the local news if you want to know what's going on That's in the world. Really yeah, like yeah, like but I watch my grandma. She watch my grandma like at home. Like she locally, she watches Fox. Mm. Like, she'll watch Fox, I think it's Fox 6 at home. Mm. Yeah. So, like, she'll watch Fox 6, and, like, it'll be fine, like, you know, because, and it's local news, so it's, like, there's not really an agenda to push, I guess, you know? But I think they also do, they do cover national news. It's not just, like, as, it's not as in-depth. Like, it's Mm -hmm. enough for you to know what's going on in the world. To know what's going on in the world, But, like, it's not, and that's, like, part of, like, the problem for me. I just feel like sometimes, like, people get lazy. Yeah. Like, they don't want to do the research, so they watch it, and then they make a decision, like, from this 10-second segment that they've seen. Mm -hmm. So, you watch the news for five minutes. Yeah, or if you see someone on Facebook, like, you know, the older generation doesn't have the type of media literacy we do because mm-hmm. they didn't grow up in it. So if they, something feeds into their bias, they're not looking into it. They're going to be like, oh, this is true. Exactly. We saw that a lot during COVID. Like, the amount of, like, fear-mongering and, like, political stuff that was getting mixed in with, like, stuff that was truthful versus was not truthful, or even, like, the vaccines. Like, it just got real messy. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think apps to need to do better though. with regulating yeah. stuff, too. Mm-hmm. I think that applies to everyone, like, yeah. because I do think it's, like, very easy for, like, anyone to push their, absolutely. you know, absolutely. opinions on oh, to, like, other oh, people. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I know also, so I guess with, like, the ads now, like, on Instagram, like, you can't promote, like, something that will, like, push, like, a political agenda or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the reason I actually I found out is, like, actually kind of bad. So I don't know if y'all have heard of it, but um, Actively Black, um, it's, like, a black-owned um, athletic wear company. Mm-hmm. Um, they were promoting, um, like, four of their ads got, like, taken down, and all of them were because it— Instagram said that it was because, like, they were p- pushing a political agenda. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. They, they were just promoting their clothes, you know. But, <laughs> you know, but, you know, Instagram, they algorithm a little slow. So, yeah. but I think, I think that, like, with stuff like that, I think that all, like, social media sites especially, like, need to do better with, like, what they're, what's allowed to be put out there. Like, you know, like, when, anytime that you, like, now, like, if you mention COVID, like, in any post, like, automatically, like, a a warning comes up, like, at the bottom, like, when you watch, like, a story or something like that, Mm -hmm. and it says, like, that it's, like, reaching, like, that it's talking about COVID or whatever, and, like, here's more information, like, that it might not Mm -hmm. be credible, this, that, and the third. I'm like, okay, but, like, is that enough, you know? Like, you can review, because y'all, you have the employees to review the content, so why not just review, like, actually review the content? Didn't Twitter get in, like, a bunch of trouble mm-hmm. for that, though? And, like, they weren't publishing, like, the right information. And yeah. And they were also letting, like, a bunch of people Yeah, they were, like, stuff. banning, they were, like, 
doctors were getting like banned like people that like have degrees were like getting banned for talking about um COVID but like <clears throat> others like just like random people like weren't getting and they were like pushing like this like whole like COVID is fake and all of this stuff like narrative mm. and went, but like medical doctors were like literally like trying to put like real information out and they were getting banned so yeah they did mm. that, it, it was like a whole I watched some of the case it was Interesting, because that lady that was from Twitter, the whatever, the, whoever the rep was that was up there, she definitely ain't know what she was talking about. Um, mm. But <laughs> she was literally, she, she, I have no control. And I was like, girl, anyways, like, you do, but. I feel like, I don't know, people's opinions kind of get me sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like that's important to note, though, like, that you are supposed to stay objective. Yeah. When you're, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. putting content out there for people like you're not supposed to have an opinion but I feel like that's gotten lost in like today's media just because like it's easy for you to like put content out there like social media has just made it easy so like even if there is a person who like is like a public figure for like journalism that is um like they, you know, are, like, posting content about their job or whatever. If they have, like, personal social media accounts and mm-hmm. the public gets a hold of that, then they could, like, you know, somehow translate that into, like, their ability to do their job. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's hard. As future journalists, because I've thought about this, if you guys are, like, tweeting all the time, are you going to have a burner or no? No. Is everything going to be on the main? Oh. I, so, I'm not a, I, I'm not a tweeter. So I have a Twitter. I literally I was gonna never say, yeah, I don't I don't, I don't utilize my Twitter. So I feel like my like automatically I feel like my like personal account would become like my like professional account yeah. Twitter wise. But I think for like Instagram and Facebook, I definitely could see myself not making a burner necessarily, but having like a, a personal professional a professional and a personal account. And I think I would like I would create well, I don't. I also don't think I post like anything that's like like just like way like out of the water. Yeah. And if I well, and even like on my close friends, like I don't. So I think it would be more of like, cause you know you can like post on like your close friends. So <laughs> maybe not even a separate account, but like just posting like certain things like within my close friends, mm-hmm. rather than like for the whole world to see. Yeah. I personally feel like I just, like, wouldn't put that stuff out there. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, for me, like, I feel like I can share a lot of my personal opinions without, like, you know, having to share, like, how I feel about certain controversial issues where somebody could bring that up and try to, you know, get me fired. Like, that's probably not going to happen. Clean the Twitter out if you haven't already and you're listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Please. But, But also, I feel like part of it for me now is... Is like the fact that like I know that when I'm applying to internships and jobs they're gonna mm-hmm. look at my social media anyway mm-hmm. and like that's just not a good look period like even if I wasn't a student studying journalism like I still wouldn't have anything wild yeah. on my social media because these companies are gonna be like oh like and they may have their own opinions you know the person in the HR may feel like a different way than I do and then not hire me because I got Butterfingers, and I'm (laughs) tweeting everything that comes to my brain, or I'm posting everything that I want to post on Instagram. So, for me, I feel like I just personally wouldn't, like, because, you know, you can have conversations in the privacy of your home, or 
with your friends, but like, right. just like, I don't think everything's for social media. Mm-hmm. I so. think it also, I feel like with journalism, it also kind of depends on like which realm of journalism you go into, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially for like broadcasts. Like, if you're going political, then there's just like, I feel like it's definitely like stricter, and there's just like certain things that you can't talk about. But yeah. I feel like for me, like with like sports broadcasting, mm-hmm. I feel like there's like, a little bit more freedom on, like, what's acceptable and what's... Now, don't get me wrong. Like, some of these, like, networks definitely, like... It's certain stuff that they just, like, absolutely not. Like, no. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's a little bit... Like, you got, like, a little bit more leeway on, like, what you could post and, like, what's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Because I, I personally, I do think that, like, the sports world is kind of a little bit more laxed in, like, their rules rather than, like, the political... Or even, like, if you're doing, like, breaking news coverage and stuff like that. So I think it all boils down, honestly, to, like, what type like what type of journalism you want to do yeah. and, like, what you're going to be reporting on. So, because, like, like, if you're posting stuff that, like, completely contradicts with, like, what your company, like, believes in and stuff like that, then that's, like, you just might as well just go ahead and quit your job. Yeah. <laughs> but, so I think, I think it just job. all boils down to that, honestly. Yeah. Okay, okay. Would you guys ever, like, so would y'all ever start a blog? And if y'all did, like, what would it be about? Like, would it be about one certain thing or would it be about, like, different things? Shameless plug, I have a blog. It's called letterswithlayla.com. I have my own domain. Um, Did you make that with, did you make that with Weebly? No. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Bro, I had the high school uh, sports blog, though, through Weebly. (laughs) Weebly. Shout out. Wow. I used to make blogs to read. That was wow. we were at a different point. It was a nice yeah. <laughs> But go ahead, my fault. My fault. Uh, no, you're fine. Um my blog is like supposed to be just like it's called Letters with Layla because I'm like writing about like important topics to me and like kind of expressing my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um just like to like empower other people but like also to empower myself. Mm-hmm. Um like one of the issues that I wrote was like uh fear is not your future and I was just talking about like how in journalism right now I'm, like, kind of confused because um, I have thought that, like, I wanted to do journalism since high school. Like, that was, like, something that was, like, you know, like, I really, 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 really want to do journalism. Like, I was in the club. I was in the class. I was on the newspaper. I was doing yearbook. Like, I was doing all the things. Mm -hmm. And then I got to college, and I was like, oh, this is a little ghetto. Like, I don't know. So I feel like it's really just, like, I am writing to kind of, like, find out what style of, like, writing I want to do and to, Mm -hmm. like, you know, make sure that I'm sure. And because, I mean, at this point, like, I personally feel like I'm too deep in. Like, I'm not changing my major. Like, no way that's happening. I'm about to be a junior. Yeah, I'm about to be a junior. Do you think if it was, like, if it was, like, fall semester of like sophomore year would you change your major i don't know just because it's like fall semester i feel like it's but i don't know it's i don't hard. know if, if all y'all know this but like to get into like the school of journalism it is hard okay. <laughs> like you have to meet like on top of like getting into the university there's like another set of requirements that you have to yeah. have yeah. Mm-hmm. to get into the j school and so, like, that's why it's such, like, an elite program, and that's why it's, like, one of the top ones in the nation. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I agree, like, to let that go and, like, yeah. <laughs> to, like, basically have to, like, 
<laughs> reform so your path is crazy. Yeah. I'll say, yeah. I would have taken it more seriously if it wasn't scripts. Like, if they didn't promote it the way that they do and I, like, mm-hmm. felt good about being at a top journalism school, I might consider it, but... No, I think we're in too deep. It's yeah. a great yeah. place to be. So. It's a, yeah, it is a great place to be, I will Y'all say. Y'all like scripts? No, we said it is a great no. place to be. The journalism aspect is yeah, the question. It's just it. like, yeah, it's just hard. I've a lot hard. of people say they don't really... The way that it's, like, formed, kind of like what Adam was saying. I genuinely think that they are creating... A, like, they are creating an environment for us to be really well-rounded journalists yeah. once we graduate. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, the education that we're getting, like, learning how to do it, it's, like... I don't know. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't know if I would want to do this forever. Like, if yeah. I would be okay doing this forever, like, working lots of hours, mm-hmm. low pay, yeah, traveling, yeah. traveling yeah. across the country, yeah. like, it, it having to do a lot of work. Yeah, like, it definitely teach you. I feel like going through all of these, it definitely teach you what kind of journalism you don't want to do. Mm. For sure. Because one thing for sure, one thing for certain, I promise you, you won't see me doing nothing that got to do with law. Yeah, I thought that I was one of those people like, oh, I could write about whatever. I'll cover it. Yeah, no, it's only no, sports over here. No. Really? Yeah, no. Do you guys not like Con Law? No, I don't. No, I love the class, and I love Dr. D as a, like, professor. I'm not going on record. But, <laughs> but, that was you going on record. <laughs> but, um, I think, but I think it was, that was something that I kind of figured out also, like, my first semester after, uh, after African American Studies. I, I realized it's not for me. Like the like political side, the like criminal, like justice, all of that. Yeah. It ain't for me. And I think, I think for me, it was more like choosing like sports broadcasting. It was more of like finding something that like I enjoyed. Like I want to go to work and like love what I do, mm. yeah. and not yeah. feel like like and I feel and I could like I could see myself like so easily with like. Like if I chose like political science or something like that as like my minor, I could see myself like so easily just getting burned out. Like I feel like within like the like I could see myself like within like the first six months of my career. Like if I went into like the political side or something like that, I would like automatically just be like I'm done. Yeah, and feeling like I would have to just come like right back to school and find (laughs) something else. Yeah, that's how it is with the school of music. It's kind of just like, you know, like I kind of knew. Well, yeah, I kind of knew coming in, like, it wasn't, like, there weren't going to be a lot of, like, people and, like, professors who are into the thing, like, into the type of music that I'm into. Mm -hmm. Literally, like, there's only one professor that's into, like, the certain type of music that I'm into. Mm -hmm. But, like, he's at this point in life where he's, like, he's, I feel like he's trying new things. Like, we're listening to this thing called Eurovision, and -hmm. it's, like, basically like different like countries who perform their countries. like yeah who perf- country no <laughs> like country music. yeah i thought you oh, were no, saying no, like no, country no. music no countries <laughs> that perform crazy. like their own like their own music and it's like i don't know like there's there's like there was one song that was really nice but it, like it instrumentally mm-hmm. but like some of the performances were weren't good and like I bet they <laughs> oh, were, dang. it wasn't like dang. not everybody not everybody has like a good like performance voice basically mm. like they they're good in Yikes. the studio cause like it's a studio and you can <laughs> you they're good in the studio cause you can like change stuff in the studio but like they're not good like you know live performance live so it's just like 
coming into like a school where it's like, oh well, everything here is like classical music, and there's nothing here that like fits what, what I like. Yeah. yeah, and then if I do want something that I like, I have to make a whole entire org, and that's already hard <laughs> enough because it's like you know I'm already in like different orgs. And I'm already, like, doing a bunch of stuff with music. Like, I have yeah. to, like, practice on my own and do all these different things. So my schedule is busy. So it's, like, it's hard. But it's I, difficult. I definitely understand what y'all mean, like, where, like, you know, like, y'all didn't really know. Like, y'all y'all thought y'all wanted to do something, but, like, now it's kind of just, like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Like. it's. I feel like college is good for that, though. Like, that's true. really just showing you what you really do or don't want to do in your life. Like, mm-hmm. it's just. Uh, I have a question, though, for y'all. And, like, <laughs> I don't know what the makeup is of, like, the other stuff, but I've, like, done the numbers. So has the lack of black people, like, in scripts, I guess, deterred your experience? <laughs> I think it may be more motivated. Cause I feel like I just be going into class and I be like, yeah, I gotta show them that I'm that. I oh, know that that girl. Yeah. That girl. Yeah. That girl. Okay, <laughs> I'm that girl, and I will forever be that girl. And me being the only person that look like myself in this class don't make me any less Period. than. I feel like that, but I also feel like I don't know. So you weren't here when we talked about the learning communities and stuff, but Layla was mm-hmm. in my learning community and we were the only black people in there. And like, I didn't have first any of black all, people. Though, Adam, you didn't even talk to me in learning community. <laughs> Dang. Anyway, Dang, we bro. had no other black people in Thanks. our learning community. And then when you would go to like the stuff, there's no black people. Mm-hmm. You go to WOUB, the post stuff, there's like and not I a lot of black people. And I think that's what, and because, and like shout out to WOUB for like, you know, producing our podcast and like giving us like you know this platform because I feel like this stuff is like definitely needed mm. yeah. but I think in that room I feel like outside of the classroom I feel like it is kind of harder to connect and oh, I just I think learning communities definitely was like one of like the things that I just like never got into. I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I was the only black person in my learning community. Thumbs I actually down. do still talk to some people from my. Learning I don't community. talk to I'm not anybody. Lie. In, I don't talk to anybody from my learning community. Um, Abby, do you know Abby? The oh short? yeah, she's in. She was in my class last semester. The okay. only people that I talk to from like my learning community um, are the people that were also in my scholars course. Mm. So maybe maybe my experience just wasn't as bad. I talked to a few people from the other community. thing. I just was I don't think I just wasn't connected. And I'm gonna be yeah. honest, some of them lessons that we were doing also really like just deterred me from like the whole idea of learning communities because, we because like like since like the microaggressions. Yeah, mm. that was when I dropped it. I'm not gonna lie, but, like I just gave up Greg on the class. Was cool. No, I Greg was cool. cool. I uh, like my Greg. microaggressions thing. Wait, who did y'all have? Y'all had, had Mower. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love Greg. That's no, what no, I'm no, saying. I love he Greg. Was I had a, no, I had a great. I had a good instructor. I had a great instructor, but there's like certain things that like they have to do. And I honestly, I think like the whole structure of learning communities just low key needs to be like, yeah, they need to get like revised like all the way. Cause that, that I'm telling you, I right after that microaggression, I went no, right to, I um, just stopped coming after I, 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 went, I went right to the MCC and complained. Cause I was like, this is not okay. I thought like, it was why? just a way for us to like interact with people that we would have classes with the rest of our college no, career. That is true. I think so, I but I think that. I'm saying, but I think, I think it should be structured that way. Like, I feel like... But you don't think the content that we were learning the content, should have been... The, yeah. I think, like, some of it, like, you know, like, making sure, like, we know, like, you know, like, the basic resources of OU and stuff like that. Like, I feel like that's needed, like, 100%. But 
if we're going to have meaningful conversations, like, make them meaningful. You yeah. know, like... Putting up a video about microaggressions. All right, and but you know, Oyu's on their little diversity kit. I'm telling you, no. the microaggressions one was no, no, <laughs> but no. But I'm saying though, like that video, I feel like that video was like a slap in the face. I don't know about. We went outside afterwards and we talked about it, and I was like, I'm gonna wait to see what everybody says. The first person, she said her definition it was completely wrong. She said, Oh, <laughs> it's when somebody says something disrespectful, like quietly or something, like passive aggressive. <laughs> Next person went. They were like, I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know what that is. I just gave up. I was like, okay, I see what type of conversation. Do you remember the girl who said that she didn't see color? Oh, no. no. And I'm glad I didn't hear that. Because that was too much. She said she didn't see color. But I'm saying, like, those, if we're going to have, like, conversations like that, like, especially surrounding, like, D&I or just, like, inclusivity, like, at all, make it a conversation that's worth having. You know, yeah. like, the whole time, like, I was sitting there like, okay, I'm ready to go. Because the conversation was just, like, so, I feel like it was so misleading. The content within it was, like, so bad that it, honestly and truly, like, the slides, they did not address micro, like, a microaggressions yeah, like, for what, what they really are. Like, they were trying to teach it to us like we were, like, in kindergarten. We're not kindergarten. These are yeah. grown adults. These are people that are 17, 18, 19. So, act like that and yeah. like th- these people can understand what a definition of these yeah. people can understand this saying that oh your hair so pretty for a black girl they can understand that that's a microaggression so like stuff like that like like say it like I don't need to know that oh Martha that when we were in class that Martha John and Louie were all sitting in a class yeah. and uh, John and Louie said that Martha should write the notes because mm-hmm. uh, she has the prettiest handwriting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not that, that's what that was what they were showing, and that was not it. We need more like, oh, you're so articulate, like those things that that's people don't I'm, pick right. up on at all. They weren't highlighting any of that. I think that they oversimplify like racism and microaggressions, and then they show videos that like you can just Google search like microaggression, and they click the first mm-hmm. one. No, that's and it seems so thrown together that I'd almost see, have them. I almost let me go to YouTube. And see, I'd almost rather have them I, not do it. That's what if I'm you're saying. Gonna, it if felt you're kind of this, like, like insulting because then to, like solving racism by like making it like Johnny had three cookies, like oversimplifying it to the point where it seems like you just threw it together the day before so that you can be like, oh, we talked yeah. about racism. So that's how it feels. Check that off. I don't even think in my learning community we talked about microaggressions or racism. They probably weren't on that. When yeah, it makes me feel old. I kid y'all not. Like it's the fourth video down. See, look at that. They didn't want to take the first three. I knew it was that video. I knew it was that video. It's like a mosquito bite. Oh, yeah. It's like a mosquito bite. Because that's really what blew me. The It's like a mosquito bite. Like, like, the more you... Infusion um, um, comedy or whoever made this video, Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to need y'all to uh, do some better... Honestly, no, no, no. Don't hate right now. That's not on them. That's on you. That's on you. I thought it was a decent video. No. Please. What about a cartoon video made them think, oh, this is perfect for college? No, I didn't say I didn't say for them to show at college. No, I was just saying the video. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. The video is called. The video for kindergartners, yes. But they're showing us. It's 100% for picking up. Oh, that's not what I was saying, guys. No, I get you. I get you. I get you. I was going to say, now let's... <laughs> That's what everybody said. Adam was looking at me crazy. I'm like, whoa. No, I feel like it. the other kids who weren't black in the class weren't as passionate about it, and they didn't really of understand. They so it just made the whole thing pointless. Of like it's like, why am weren't. I gonna share how I feel about microaggressions and inform y'all if like? Yeah, because if I got looked at one more time when we was looking, when we was talking oh, yeah, about that, like I was like, and the whole time I was like, why? Because mm. don't look at me like. 
I don't have anything to add. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> this conversation was bad. Like, no, oh my gosh, because I had it Wednesday afternoons too. Ooh, I I dreaded going to that class. The dreaded. outside part, Layla. I know you remember that. They used to make us go outside a lot. Like I, I do could not stand that. That was awful. I don't know. I don't. Greg was cool. You was did just, you like? Did you not like Mia either? I liked both of them. I'm telling you. <laughs> It was the people <laughs> in the learning community that currently go here that were throwing me Didn't up. you have a friend in the class? Max Burton. Shout out to him. Yeah. He's it. I thought some of the people in there were cool. Not was, everybody, but some of them were cool. Y'all too, because y'all didn't speak. Dang. No. First of all, Adam didn't speak to me. I had one okay? interaction with Layla that year, and she came in and like hit my laptop almost off the desk. Dang. Coming in late. And I just like. <laughs> he remembers that to this day. First me? of all, I apologize for that. I apologize. She knows what happened. I apologize for that. No, I had my book bag halfway on. Hold on there, pal. And it was like, no, I promise you, it spun. It was like, like on the desk. You're over exaggerating. It went like this. It did not go all the way Please. around. Do not let him lie to you right now. No, listen. Do not. No, first of all, first of all, I was late a lot. I'm not going to lie. I struggle Layla. with my timing. We know. I struggle with my timing, okay? Like, I am on my own time. I'm not even on CP time. I'm on Layla time. But anyway. Layla time. Yeah. It's, it's bad. It is. It's bad. It is. Real but, bad. But, but... My whole point of saying this was Adam literally never spoke to me. I would smile at him. He his laptop one time and he was like, No, that was that was weeks interact. after we started learning community. The I would smile at him. It. I was just the whole class was just <coughs> No, I, I was, was so thinking. like I, I think no, I like I didn't think like I that thought I thought you were one of those people that only hung with white people, I'm not gonna lie. Dang. I'm not I even gonna lie. Okay, no, I'm not gonna lie, I did too. Dang. I did too. Wait, when you I, did too what? I thought that he was I like. I don't know why. The, because you never, because I was the only other black person in the class and you never spoke to me. Me and Adam had 10 10 together. I ain't never. Yeah, had a, I have literally no recollection of. He remembers that laptop. Ten, bump. I don't think 10 10 counts though. 10 10 is not like 200. The only, y'all. Adam wouldn't even be on BSCC eboard right now if it was like true. His, yo, his I was father. actually gonna bring that up about how there's lack of like stuff, and I was gonna say like, yo, Joy, I really did not know Joy. I pulled up to the thing. My dad was like, yo, you need to be at this. I pulled up. No, I literally. met Joy. She was like, yo, you need to be on BSCC. Motion. Then me and Joy became friends. Shout literally. out to Prez. Literally, mm. if it wasn't from his daddy, he would not be here right now. Mm-mm. Literally. Well, I remember like I seeing said. Adam. I remember <laughs> seeing Adam walking outside. I'm like, who is that? He was like. <laughs> Uh, no, cause I like, be in class. Yo. I be like, who, who is this little black boy sitting in the class? I knew exactly who he was, but I'm not gonna say that because he not saying that to me. We were in the same learning community, Adam. There wasn't that many of us in yo, there. I'm telling you, like the, they were dating when I met. I was like, oh, but they weren't. What are like, you? Oh, huh? Oh, oh, oh I, met, I met everybody. <laughs> whoa, I, I met everybody but Joy. I knew Joy previously, like through like uh-huh. Maurice. <laughs> But, like, I hadn't met any of y'all. I, like, saw Ray from time to time, I guess. But I, like, I met y'all. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, little couple of people. <laughs> you guys weren't dating I was like, oh. No I was scared to ask you. And then you, like, said it without saying it. I was like, oh, never Dang. mind. I was like, never mind. Nice to meet That's you tough. all, by the way. That's tough. Anyways, we go. 
You see what be happening when you just don't say stuff like how people just think about you. But not, but not. No, but I used to smile and stuff, and she that never smiled back. I do. I'm like that. Literally did not happen. I promise you. No, at first I was like, why? I stopped after week three. What do you mean? You think I'm gonna keep smiling after at you week after week? No, I 100. percent I'm like, why is everybody so mean? They're so rough and hard on um Adam and Ray. Bless the hearts. And I'm like, now I'm like, oh my god. What did I do? What did I do? Y'all just sassy. Joy had me pull monsoon actually i'll never forget that it was raining so much that day it was a tornado warning that day (laughs) i i I walked over there from west i pulled up joy was like well the meeting is kind of over now so okay but to be fair i didn't know he was coming like i didn't know he was coming that's fair dang his dad texted me afterwards and told me he he asked him he asked me if adam came He's on Danny. Be on it. He be on it. Does he, he be on it? He Mr. Ward be on it, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Why was he here so much? Because uh, he used to be like on the alumni board and stuff. Like mm-hmm. when I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he reached out to me about you. Yeah, he be reaching out. People be yeah. like, oh, my God. He be on it. You got eyes Your dad is Byron? And I'd be like, yeah. No. No, when he told me about it, I was like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. No, he he got eyes on my face. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't to get it out of my system. Oh my Dude, god. She did a very long time. Huh? She huh? did. I said Byron. Okay, yeah, you don't have it's to do it. It sounds like again. a siren. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm Y'all never seen that on um, um, Medea? We have. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure. Yeah, we saw it. Well, I saw it. But. <laughs> what, are, what is this supposed to mean? Is what? it shade? No, I just said I don't know Yo, about y'all. Why though? Like, how many do you need to watch? How many Medea movies all is them. enough? All have of you them. seen it? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I've seen enough. Before, yeah. I don't I even like, know which one that like is. But there's too many. That's um, that's a uh, big happy family. Like, Controversial like, opinion, but I feel no, like the plays were better. No, no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. The one hundred percent, the plays are better. Like I'm not really in the theater, and then Tyler Perry comes on the stage, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go. This is some pretty good stuff. This is pretty good. I'm gonna get tickets. The only one that I like better on like. As a movie rather than the play is uh, Medea Goes to Jail. Mm. I like the. I like the. Um, nah, that movie was. I like good. the movie that better. Movie was good. I like the movie better. No, when it's, it's really when he has like more people than like it being like Medea being the central focus. Mm-hmm. Like Big Happy Family, the play, eat it up every time. Okay, eat it up. Eat it up. Cheryl Lee Ralph on her shoulders. I'm not Jack and Medea. I'm not gonna lie. What's the What's the it's one? She goes, I made it. I made it. I it's made too many. it. I made it. I think when she died. Family. I think that's because is that family. family? When the mama got cancer. Yeah. 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 She oh, ate it up. Like tired. I'm, I'm tired, tired of the way he treats me. Oh my god. Tired. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly Price. Miss Kelly Price. Oh. Ho ho time. All right. But <laughs> okay. Tyler Perry and like. Tyler Perry, uh, he needs to invite us to his studio so we can, you know, get a tour or whatever. We'll come down to Georgia or whatever. Yeah. That's a little check on the you know, a little check or whatever. I can he not sing. making the same type of... I can of, sing, Mr. He's not Perry. Making, y'all dragged him too much. He's not making the same content anymore. Did y'all no, see his, his movie on Netflix? No. Mm. No, which one? The, the new one. It was like a love movie. Oh, I think it's I the love, uh, the the one where the, she she yeah at the end. I didn't watch it, but I heard that it was good. But I heard that nobody liked the ending. 
it was good to me, but it wasn't Ooh. like I was like, dang, Jane Tyler Perry like, yeah, like, like genuinely. No, I think like, I don't know. People was dragging him, and I don't know at like, what point like his like I guess like what he did like changed, but like like I used to love like all the Tyler Perry stuff, and then like after like the have and have nots and all of that stuff start coming out, I was like, is he okay? Like y'all don't think that it's like the same sort of stuff? I okay, I don't know if y'all have ever seen the Boondocks episode on Tyler Perry, but it's basically mm-hmm. just like two T. I don't know. I feel like he just covers the same sort of trauma. What? No, he like, definitely was black some women. struggle. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Like once that, again, like they said, like the dark skinned dude is like the worst guy ever. And yeah. Then, like, okay, in one of his movies, it was light skinned guy. Oh my god, it's still the same struggle. It's one or two. That's, she ends up picking the good fault. guy in the end after the bad guy is just like the. I don't devil think that's every movie. Joy. Ninety. Y'all have to think sure. about all the movies. I'm gonna say it's like a. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say sixty forty. And Maybe then, like, 30 is, like, Medea, though. Like, that's really the thing. I was about to say, I'm, like, I think a lot of, or, like, what I have watched, like, most of his stuff has been, like, Medea. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up on Medea. That's so, what, me too. Like, most, like, so most of his work that I have seen has been Medea. And then I got into, like, have and have not stuff. Like, well, I didn't get into it. My mama used to watch it, so I used to be in the living room watching it. For better it. or for worse? For better or for worse. House of Pain was my House show. House of Pain? No, I love I House of Pain. Nobody said. Uh, what is that? Meet the, Browns? Meet the Browns? Meet the Browns is good. Meet the Browns is good. What was the what was the spinoff of um, Why Did I Get Married um, that they had? It was on for Tasha. For better or for worse? For better or for worse? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love them. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's not... House of Pain... But I do That's agree. why I have BET Plus. Like. But I do agree. Oh, you got BET Plus? We need to talk. Um, but anyways. Um, you slipped up. I, I know. Y'all Y'all know y'all can't tell us about subscriptions. <laughs> but I do I do think that he does cover, like, the same, like, kind of, like, trauma like, over and over again. Like, it's very much like like the woman getting abused. That's what I'm saying. It's or, like, like something the, happen. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like every time, it's like yeah. somebody is getting cheated on, and then it's just somebody like the worst is, woman in the world, is and then it's sick like and don't nobody know. Like it's always yeah, like, like the same type of somebody getting cheated on, and it's the the best friend is the person that's cheated on the husband. I feel like that has not happened in every movie. I'm not saying everyone, but I'm saying like he has like like within very, like his yeah like resume, like he does have or portfolio. He definitely has like movies that follow kind of like that same not not and it's not like the same script but it's like the same like trauma in like different ways Eh, i guess maybe i feel like it's a bit of a reach though no it's not at all i don't think so he he be wrong with it it's like okay (laughs) i don't know why are you a tyler perry hater no i'm definitely anti i'm not gonna lie (laughs) but it's just like how many times do we need to see the story why can't we see something uplifting? Like, mm-hmm. but I do feel like I don't feel like they're all bad. Like, no, no, they no most most of his movies end up having a happy happy ending. Yeah, but it's like ninety percent of the movies. But it's like ninety yeah. percent. It's like folks. It's gonna be focused on like the trauma. I feel what like, movies are y'all talking about? I Maybe like I haven't seen them. I can do better by myself. Diary I, of a Mad Black Woman. Oh God. Uh, Black. Um, Diary of a B- Mad Black Woman was hilarious. Diary, but it, I'm saying, but the the initial story that you that that the story trauma, starts off of is a Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Okay, it's true. just like <laughs> it's never Man. just like. Joy is in college pursuing her stuff, and we navigate Joy's college experience. Like, it's always two boo, guys, one girl. Yeah, boo. 
was like that. They were college students. Okay, but that's Halloween. Like, he had to have some type of comedic relief. Like, but even, no, even in that, the daughter was, um, the daughter wasn't supposed to go out. Remember? And, I do remember and, that. And then and it was like home, all that bad yeah. stuff started happening. And then all the bad stuff started happening while she was out and she was trying to go back and then the ghost and all of that stuff started coming. Bella Thorne was in that movie. <laughs> Shout I out. Still don't. Tell her Shout out. Ken, Shout out? Question mark? Question mark? You said what? I said Deer and Kim were in that when they were still together. All right. See them. <sighs> there go that black journalism that we talked about. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah. What? Dang. We gotta stop focusing so much on couples. Like these folks are human. Everybody, now I'm gonna say yeah. everybody because I don't. But don't everybody cheat? Because y'all brought up Ari Fletcher. She's number one for sure. What? What did? Number one. Number one. What? Number one for people focused on couples, and now she has clout for sure. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because like G Herbo and- was oh. poor, and she was literally just dating him the whole time, and then he was not poor, and then everybody was like, "We love them," and then like she broke up with him, and now she's like a celebrity. She's not a celebrity. She's an influencer. She's an influ- influencer. She's a black celebrity. She's influencer. If you saw Ari Fletcher in public, if Ari Fletcher came to Athens for a meet and greet or something, you would go. No. You would if I got to pay, no. You would see what was up. I wouldn't go, honestly. I'm not a fan. This is true. I still think she's an influencer. <laughs> this is I don't true. think she's a celebrity. No, because my thing is, like, no, if I'm I brought her up, I go, if I brought she's her, not a real celebrity, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Jada, but you said black them. celebrity, though, because if I brought... Ari Fletcher up to my mother. She'd be like, who is that? Mm-mm. Young, like, okay. Young black celebrity is what I'll go with. Like a okay. social but media like, celebrity, Ari Fletcher is definitely there. But like, I'm that's to think different who I would consider a black. So. No, but, like, if I brought like, King if there Batch, was, okay, gonna, nobody would, knows who King Batch is. Like, my, my mom doesn't know yeah, who that is. Okay, but my mom knows who Beyonce is. She knows okay, who Rihanna is. That's that's but, but it's that's generational, different. though. That's talking about not real Everybody knows. My grandma ain't probably never listened to a Beyonce song ever in her life, and she know who Beyonce is. No, but that's what I'm saying. That's the definition of a celebrity. Like Very D-list, though. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you're getting, like, the... I don't know. Tyler Perry. So like, like no, he's so, a real person. So it's like I'm, G. Herbo. Who's on the shade room? Wait, that's wait, wait. It's so like, is G. Herbo a celebrity? No, see, that's crazy. That's. A I would consider G. Herbo a celebrity. He can't okay, walk around but, in public. Anybody who can't walk around in public like regular is a celebrity. Yes. I don't necessarily feel like that's. I don't know. If that's true. the definition I'm gonna go with. But no, because I get, they, no, I get what you're saying though. Because like they like post on social media and create okay. like buzz for themselves like I'm talking like a celebrity like Zendaya my mom knows who yeah. Zendaya is my mom doesn't know who but Zendaya is but Zendaya is A-list though that's what I'm saying I'm that's talking about A-list these social celebrity. media celebrities like way bottom tier people that are literally just <laughs> like people. I'm telling you Jade Weta Ari that's it and then it's just like we just now follow their relationships and stuff and it's Jada like Jade Ari like I don't know Santana. also I was a very OGG Herbo fan so it's like like this is just his so baby it's, it's moms, hitting I'm different not for lie. you. Like, <laughs> this so is it hits different for you. This is literally just his baby moms, and now she has like all this stuff, and she be trying to flex up on people, and it's like Whoa, she really does. What are we but doing? Like, let's not. I mean, he did cheat on her though, so. But that's what I'm saying. Like after that, like it Loki should have just been the end for her. Like on some no hating. Like, <laughs> hey, just, like you just wanted her to just like disappear. I mean, Loki, but I get it. Loki, I get it. She, I get it. These people don't normally have like the ability to sing, like no, they there. take pictures. Yeah, they take pictures. You're saying like, what are they like, like? How hard is that to do if you have money and then you get a BBL? Oh, this is true. And then 
everybody's following you because you're G heroes, whatever. I mean, no, but now, now everybody has a BBL. So right. and everybody not can't even pictures. get you can't even get famous off of a BBL no more. That's for what real. I'm saying. Like everybody, everybody has one. one, but that's why a lot of these celebrities are taking their butt shots and um, transferring the weight out and stuff because everybody has it. So now it's not like the thing anymore. Mm-hmm. That is what it is. But, yeah, social media and, like, journalism, like, the shade room and stuff has bred that. Like, people, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just look at it, and it's just, like, I may be a hater. Like, real talk. But it's just, like, <laughs> Ari Fletcher, like, she just gets up there talking crazy, and it's, like, okay. we do know about you, though, from, like. But, honestly, I feel like that's, like, an important, like, point to note. Like, it does make people legitimate haters now because, mm-hmm. like, like, it doesn't take much to, like, become a celebrity That's now what I'm like, like you are definitely the real Kyle sister from like 2017 sh- like we <laughs> definitely do know about you like it's not you're not pulling this, this oh, my oh my god you're hilarious hey the i mean the real Kyle sister like i said she got more money than me so i ain't really worried about what she doing <laughs> but um to kind of close out um what do y'all think the future of black journalism should look like Us in this room creating change. But on a real note, though, like, yeah, I feel like younger people, like, who, because I feel like we are in a media, like, driven generation, so there are Mm going to be more people who are going to be looking forward to, like, you know, media roles and speaking in front of stuff, sharing their opinions. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just feel like people who are on it now just continuing to disseminate that information to, like, younger black people. Mm -hmm. Um, And then eventually we'll be able to kind of win back some of the spaces that we don't have now. Yeah, for sure. I like that. I, like I agree. And I think just like like I said, staying objective and not like buying into a lot of like what's going on in the media and reporting on that. Being true to themselves but also, you know, not being biased. Yeah. yeah. I think we need to bring back real journalism. I think it's gotta For sure. Like we need to put that on a shirt, Loki. <laughs> Listen, it's giving Trademark merch. pending. Don't steal it. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I do think that I feel like especially like within COVID and everything, I think true, real, objective journalism got lost in all of that because Mm -hmm. people were just sitting at home, like looking for something to do. And social media was that outlet. And so I think there's a lot of people that claim to be journalists, but actually aren't journalists. And so it makes a bad rep for all black journalists when... We know what we doing. We do. And, yeah, so we know what we doing. And like Adam said, we got to take our space back. So For sure. Yeah. Pair, pair, pair. Well, I think that's all I have. Anything else y'all want to add? Nope. Merch mm-hmm. coming soon. No, that's right. <laughs> um, well, thank y'all for listening and tune in next week to see what's happening at this moment. We out. Peace. Bye. Bye.